Hello, everybody, and welcome into the 124th episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and I am joined by none other than the magnificent Tavares Pennington. What's up, homie? How are we doing? How are we doing? We're back. Oh, we are back and, uh, frankly, more comfortable than ever. Yes, we are. We are outside. Mm -hmm. Sorry if you can tell. But frankly, I don't give but a fuck. But not sorry, actually. Yeah, I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I, uh, I'm i chilling out here. This feels nice. It's and, uh, you know, nice. the ambiance provided by crickets chirping and yeah. birds birds tweeting. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. And it's just like one of those weird oh, days lovely. during the summer where it's like literally. 79 degrees yeah, out here or I was, something like I looked that. at it. I was like, the high is 80? Oh, shit. We going to record oh, outside today. That's yeah. what's going to happen. But yeah, I could just, you know, find something to fuck around outside and do shit. Hell yeah. We're going to talk about Rick and Morty. We missed last, last week, so we'll be talking uh, the Thanksploitation ex- uh, Spectacular and uh, whatever the Gogotron episode Go-Go-Tron. is called. Here, I'm going to look up the episode titles just for shits and gigs. But yeah, we missed last week, so we're going to make up for it this week. We'll talk about a couple of Rick and Mortys then. We'll also talk, uh, obviously, we've most anticipated album for us all year, The House is Burning, Isaiah Rashad. Yes, indeed. Uh, we will definitely be talking that after those Rick and Morty episodes. And, you know, there was some more some more music released that maybe we could uh, go back and forth on for a second if you listened. Uh, I, I had a lot of time at work, okay. just driving around and shit, got to listen. Yeah. But uh, what what you been up to since we last, last spoke? Ah, uh, what have I been up to? I don't know. I... Uh... Not much, really. Just, just you know, working. I don't, I don't think I've, I've, I've done too much. Just kind of been. Uh, have, I, have we, have we gotten back? To, we've gotten back together since I went to North Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Once okay. we did the last episode we recorded. I think you'd been back yeah. from North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just kind of, just kind of landlord getting ready to go back to school. It fucking sucks. I, I learned I was the. Last person, the absolute last person to submit the housing application. That's outstanding. Because my girlfriend's mom was like, are you excited to go back? And I was like, no, nah, not really. And she was, oh, well, I may have heard that you were the last person to submit, you know, your housing form, which was due in like May. Yeah, but I never turned it in. And my advisor called my coach, my debate coach, to tell my coach to respond to her email, or to tell me to respond to her email. And I was like, "Oh God!" Uh, and it was an email about fuck. registering for classes, which I also have yet to do. That yeah, I see. Here's the thing too: is college. You want to give them money, they'll take it. They'll Does take not it. matter if you're late. They'll take it. Uh, do you want to register for classes? Okay, sure. I I always wondered, like, could you like, you know how people like switch school, like when you're yeah. in, like they switch school midway through the semester. Mm-hmm. Could you? In theory, I like. I, I don't know though, because like you'd have to have you money. Have, you, I think you'd have to finish the semester. It, it would and never, you'd have to have money, money. Yeah, it would never financially make sense. But theoretically, could you? I think you could. You just have to yeah. have more money than also, I can physically. I'm comprehend. always assuming like as long as it's in by before the day before classes. Yeah, you're chilling. 
You're chill. It, it, nobody, they, nobody else has done shit. There's no homework. There's no pre. There's no fucking. Where did, where did the concept of summer homework ever come into play? Because that's some bullshit right there. We got a butterfly flying right by out here. This is the best. This is the best. I, I can't think of a better recording session. I frankly, nah. Um, but like, what is the concept of summer homework? Oh, uh, because I ain't got a fucking teacher right now. Me who, either. Who the fuck? Who the fuck me gonna either. give me homework? I don't know. I will say the classes I do have to sign up for, are like basically all professors have had this past semester, and not that they're bad. They're just like, I don't know, underwhelming. A little underwhelming. Yeah. You know, like very liberal white women. Like oh, old white women. Like, okay. You know what I mean. And liberal old white women are great, you know, we need them. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, listening to them for a whole semester just gets <laughs> And like nothing but them? Yeah. Three of them. I have three of them. I have, I have four classes, three of three. Yeah. Oh, nice little breeze there. 60 plus liberal white women. Man, yeah. See, because uh, I was actually just talking to Emily about this the other day. We were watching something on TV, and it was like a bunch of middle-aged white women. Like they mean they mean well, and middle-aged women in general. Yeah. And then I was like, I thought about it for a second, and I was like, I don't want to sound sexist. And then I was like, also middle-aged men. And I was like, I mean that. <laughs> like, I really do mean that. I, I mean, frankly, most people suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fact. <laughs> That's just a fact of life. Most people suck. Men, women. Anything in between yeah. or outside of that? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's rough out here. But well, uh, this is one of the professors that um, like stop. Well, one of them is the one that I argued with about my capstone, like my my like senior project, and then another one is one who like <laughs> stopped me after class and was like, "So you've missed twelve periods?" <laughs> yeah. And that that was basically my response. Yeah, I had that I had that conversation my freshman my first semester at Mizzou because boy oh boy was I not happy my first semester at Mizzou. But uh we had like a sit down meeting with my English professor who was a a, a cool ass dude. He was he he clearly had other shit going on. Yeah. Uh he we sat down to talk in a Starbucks right right over up by campus because it's like right next to the building I went to his class at. And we sat there. And he's like, so you've been missing a lot, man. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was like, he was a little bit of a, you could tell he was a hippie yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So you've been missing a lot, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. it happens. It happens. And he was like, yeah, man, I mean, you, you're still doing fine, <laughs> which is cool. You just missed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, your class is at eight. Your, your class <laughs> is at eight, you know, like, I'm so, I'm thankful that that class that I did miss a ton it was because it was at nine, at like one hundred, one thousand percent. This time it's at eleven fifteen. Hell yeah, I can do. I can yeah. handle eleven fifteen. I can oh. be up by eleven. Eleven fifteen is manageable. And I, I think everything, like all except for like one or maybe two of my classes are going to be in person. So, I'm, if, as long as I have half to majority of my classes in person, I think that'll be significantly. Yeah, in person. I mean, yeah. we could be. We, we could be very quickly not doing that, though. 
That is true, but they refuse. Oh, they, I, it's like nobody's weird, even trying to acknowledge it. Yeah, there's this weird thing, and it's going like, on. and it's like, oh, actually, this is worse than it we're, ever fucking for, was. Yeah, for some reason, people are like, well, if we're not feeling the symptoms, it's just not as bad, right? And they're just like, well, yes, in but theory, no. if everyone was vaccinated, <laughs> in theory, uh, and if we had like actually given, I mean, and like, I don't know the science behind it, but like, we didn't vaccinate children most of the time. Yeah, and children are highly susceptible to this variant. Yeah. So it's like, ah, yeah. we probably need to look out for our yeah. kids, man. Yeah, no, and it's it's like a weird, like, I don't know, it's almost like this pride in humanity's ability to overcome a pandemic that, like, foregrounds any response that we have to the actual pandemic. Because our idea of beating the pandemic is completely, like... Like you know, that's fantasy. That's not that's that's not something that's occurred yet, right? Like, yeah, we have not yet beat the pandemic, but there is a pride about having beat having the pandemic beat like we like, that. things are getting back to normal. Says who? Yes, <laughs> Says the CDC who. has officially been like, actually, we you need masks. Yeah, like, yeah. Keep Again, wearing those. Sh- yeah. Like even if you've been vaccinated, mm-hmm. go ahead and wear masks. Right. And I'm seeing a lot more people wear masks, which I think is good. Like, like oh, I'm not. Really? No. I mean, I, I went to Target the other day, and uh-huh. oh, Colton, you're talking all this shit about the Delta variant. Yeah, you went to fucking Target, uh, but you know, man's got to live. And I'm, I mean, yeah. here's the thing: oh, me and Emily, the only two motherfuckers in that Target with the mask on, yes. and I was like, damn, damn, that's that's a little out there. It's close to Grim Valley. I feel like, uh, like, sure, it's it's still probably below forty percent, thirty. Probably maybe around thirty percent of people wear like that. I see across everywhere that I go, but I definitely go into places sometimes where it's like noticeable. Like, no oh one. damn! I'm like, I'm the only one. I, I can't believe. <laughs> like they were just like Lala, Lala Palooza. Yo, Yo. that's millions of people all packed into I'm, this one I'm tiny realizing, venue. and this is something that I've always wanted to do. <laughs> look at look at Philly. <laughs> got the dog the rolling around in the grass out here. Um, it's the shit. I've always wanted to go to a festival. I'm like, it's probably just so dope. I don't think I ever will. No. I don't think I ever want to go anymore. No, and like, because yeah. mosh pits. Oh god! My least favorite part of the concert is the mosh pit, and that's like I a think exclusively it. what it is. Like that's like the goal of going to a concert. And here's the thing: is like a festival in theory is awesome. I uh, I here I could do. A, like, okay, take what we did at the comedy club, yeah. spread everyone out, like, a bunch of tables all across a venue, and just have someone sing in front of us. Mm-hmm. Just, like, we can all sit at a table and enjoy our evening. Sure, you want to get up and dance? Get up and fucking dance. Do we have to be grinding on each other while yeah. we do this? Yeah. I need some personal space if I want to get down. Personal space. Please get out of my personal <laughs> space. And with that, maybe we should go on to Rick and Morty. Maybe we should. What do you I, say? I just, this intro is probably it's getting. A, it's eleven minutes. How about we? Uh, I got lost in it. You yeah. know, it's nice and relaxing it out is. here. Let's uh, let's roll the tape though.
Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Romp past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Right on cue. Oh. How about that? You know, Good. we love having having uh, having a viewer, a live viewer. Yeah, you know, he he <laughs> he was like, "Get on with the fucking show." Yeah, he's like, "I'm getting bored." Yeah, we're you back. Know, we, it's uh, cool. We're back. It's cool, man. Yeah. So we had a cricket letting us know if you didn't hear it. Thankfully, we were just going to run a test to see if it could hear, it, like, if you could hear it in the background. But then, as soon as we started recording, it was like, "All right, thank you." Yeah. Get back to the fucking back show. In back in action. So. Let's talk some Rick and Morty. This was season five, episode six and seven. We got Rick and Morty's Thanksploitation Spectacular and Gotron, Jerry Sis, Rick Vangelian. Uh, and those are a couple of right on the nose. Right on the nose. Right on the nose titles. Those yep. are ones that I can fully understand straight right. off the bat. Uh, how about that? Let's talk about this thanks this Thanksploitation Spectacular first. Uh, we get a... Uh, a nice storyline with the president. I love when the president's involved in these Rick the and Morty episodes. The president always adds a, 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 a level of importance to these episodes. <laughs> and, uh, and a sexual tension between and him and Rick. A sexual tension. That's, yeah. Why don't you guys just fuck and get it over already? <laughs> I like I like Summer being uh-huh. a little blunt about it. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, uh, pretty, pretty wild premise for Rick. Yeah. He's like, uh, this is not the first time he's done this. He does it every year. He... Uh, Turns himself into a turkey and gets a presidential turkey pardon. Yeah. Are you familiar with the presidential turkey pardon? I had not been. I am now. Yeah. This is a thing. Wait, the pre- wait, no, like in real life? Yeah. Oh, shit. I w- I'm not familiar with the presidential turkey pardon. Presidential per- turkey pardon. President John F. Kennedy pardoned a turkey on November 19, 1963, stating, Let's keep him going. The official pardoning of White House turkeys is an interesting White House tradition that has captured the imagination of the public in recent years. Let's keep them going? No idea. I don't know the context. I just read a part of an article. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. JFK was probably just high. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) It was like, you know what? Let's keep going, man. The turkeys, man. We need the turkeys. Like, Thanksgiving is not about, you know, these races. It's not about... Finding America. The natives did that. Bro. The Indians did that. It, it's about the turkey. <laughs> it's about the turkeys. Well, and Save the turkeys, Rick bro. and Morty poses that uh, the turkeys are the foundation of it all. Apparently, these giant turkeys were originally you the say they rulers. Pro- you say they propose? <laughs> this is what this they, is pose, they pose this, this idea for the uh, founding of America, <laughs> as it were, in which its former rulers were giant turkey monsters. And two ships came crashing down in the 15th century, around 1400s. And, uh, yeah. Very likely. And I was a little like, oh, interesting. It, it's, there's, a, there's a cinematic quality, I feel like, to these episodes 
like that there or like there's a not 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 I guess not quality is not necessarily precise but like a cinematic ambition about the yeah. episodes where they're trying to create like this mythos around the universe. It's epic. Like everything it, is epic. Is, yeah, and everything is epic. But it is kind of epic. Oh, I'm not going to These are two of my favorite Rick and Morty episodes ever. Honestly. Just like, because of like I mean there are some shots in these two episodes uh-huh. that I'm just like there was one shot of the president fighting the turkey president. Yeah. In the cornfield uh-huh. that's set ablaze. <laughs> and like they they are like it's like a western shot where the yeah. fire's in the background, you see the president on one side, the yeah. turkey president on the other side. But they don't show it for long. It's just a flash. Mm-hmm. And I thought about like how someone was like, This shit is dope as they like drew it basically. Uh-huh. And then they were like, That's a half second cut. That's a half second. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. damn, bro. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. They 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 just kind of like, um, I don't know. They're starting to they're starting to understand what it is that makes their show cool. I feel like, and that's yeah. why. And it's weird how because like I don't I can't I don't really know what the details of their process are necessarily, but it seems like they're just they're they're like let's just think of the wildest shit that we could draw or animate, and like what it would look like. Like we don't think about why it it it, it exists, like yeah. why it needs to be something that is happening. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it like is. they just kind of they just kind of come up with one idea. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, now let's build an entire episode around this one mm-hmm. idea we had." <laughs> and it's always funny. It's always funny. it's always funny. Like, and it, I don't know what it is. It's something about it, like. Yeah, uh, and I love the, and like like you said, this season more than ever is like building a mythos around like the universe, really, with like the uh, centuries long war with the Chuts and uh, the ancient, yeah, the ancient history of why we have our Thanksgiving folklore, yeah, and like uh, <laughs> the giant baby in outer space that yeah. everyone's just kind of aware of, just kind of aware of, yeah, and that for some reason Morty it doesn't like. I don't know. I feel like he's like feels like he's not culpable. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is that I think they're they were like in that second episode uh-huh. where Summer does like show that she's grown a, a love for her her giant space son. Yeah. Uh, I think at that point they were like, all right, now we cannot include Morty being a loving father because <laughs> then it's really it feels really weird. You know, like like that just can't be a part of the storyline. So we're just gonna have Morty basically ignore the whole thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of the way with like uh, in Loki. There's there's this romance yeah. between Loki and Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie is another version of Loki okay. from a different reality. Uh-huh. I saw a tweet that was like, "Okay, Thor's brother kissed Thor's sister," and I was like. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. That, <laughs> that's weird. But but Loki isn't Thor's blood. But no, yeah. So it's like it's 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 all it's all very it's all very complicated. Yeah. And frankly, by the end of it, I was okay with it. But okay, that was a little bit of the vibes. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's like if they if they'd have had Morty being a loving father, it'd have been like, oh, yeah, that's strange. <laughs> that 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 would be a little strange. like a strange family dynamic we've got mm-hmm. going on there. Uh, however, everybody does just seem to know that it's an incest baby. Like the the uh, anime girl was like, "You just have incest babies laying around, like or dying incest babies laying around." Welcome to the Smith family. <laughs> nah, these two episodes were just kind of epic. Uh, 
for me, the second episode, the second episode, more so than the was exploitation spectacular, remarkable. Uh, the I way mean, that it builds and the the meshing of genres. You got the yeah. the anime sci fi mixed with the mobster movie. I was just like, this is literally my favorite episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah, I I, I don't think it gets better. Kind of awesome. They have the epicness of this giant Gotron, like Gotron machine mm-hmm. thing. Very Power Rangers vibes. I know what they were actually referencing, but what were they actually? Well, the the Evange- Evangelion. I don't even know. It's that anime. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh shit! Yeah, I've heard of Evangelion. Yeah. And I might be mis might be butchering that last. No, word, but. I think. I think that's how you say it. I have not watched it, but I know, have, I've yeah. heard of, I've heard, I've heard plenty like about it. It's a pretty actually. iconic little, yeah, little project yeah. there. However, I'm familiar with Power Rangers and, uh, you know, the, the Mighty Morphin Power mm-hmm. Rangers. And so that's, Mighty that's the vibes I was getting off of this episode mostly. And, uh, you know, Rick gets a little, uh, not power hungry. He's just having fun. Yeah, he gets a little, uh, I don't know, just kind of uh, tone deaf. Yeah, he's like, he lets his power get to his head a lot, and obviously being the head of this head of the five families here, head of the five families, which uh, was he's literally the head. He was literally the head of the five families. He was inside the head of the Gotron, no matter what. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was just, I just thought it was a perfect little showcasing of the family dynamic. Yeah, like uh, Summer being his his right hand man, and Uh how Summer kind of is. Not following in Beth's footsteps necessarily, yeah. But is very similar to Beth in that she'll do anything to please Rick. Uh-huh. You know, if uh, if she can if she can get Rick on her side, yeah, and like showing her affection, not uh-huh. even affection, but admiration a little bit, yeah. She's she's satisfied with yeah. herself. And on the other hand, like Morty is like the first to get the fuck out of there when he sees what was going on. And that's what's interesting about Morty in these later seasons, and like yeah. especially this season, is he's 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 quicker to go fuck off, Rick. Yeah, like he's like not I'm done with, with this it. shit. Yeah, <clears throat> but then he's the first to you know try to like go back and save Rick. And that's how they kicked off the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, him saving Rick, maybe albeit uh, begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, he yeah. just kind of does it because he has to. It's his family. You get the family you get. You don't choose. Mm-hmm. As Summer says in this episode, I loved, I loved that that opening. Whenever mm-hmm. she, her, Rick and Morty go to the uh-huh. go to Beth and Jerry and are like, "Hey, suit up. We got some shit to do." <laughs> and they're like, uh, "No," <laughs> <laughs> which is a completely reasonable response. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, after shooting a giant incest baby into space. Who can blame them mm-hmm. for not wanting to be a part of this uh, this fun family bonding they've 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 begun doing? Yeah. Uh, however, you know, summer summer gives them the good old pitch, where she's like, "Ah, man, we sent a giant space baby into <laughs> outer space, and you guys failed to abort me, and <laughs> all this other shit." Uh, yeah, I get it. We get it. <laughs> Just spend some time with your fucking family. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love I loved this these episodes though. Yeah, no, I think that they were really um I don't know, they they were really written very well. Just like the the amount of um 
content that it feels like they're able to pack into 20 minutes is oh my ridiculous. like that's and again that might be another reason i love that second episode is that like yeah. it felt like a fucking movie yeah, it tur- like it, it felt so long it just goes and it just keeps turning like you're just like holy shit like this thing is just gonna continue develop developing like you don't dwell on any single plot point like it's just kind of like boom 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 which is Massively entertaining. <laughs> How about the uh, the through line of the season connecting episode like four yeah, to episode was, yeah. episode seven, uh-huh. like being like referring to the incest baby because it's very memorable and it's something they uh-huh. should be very ashamed of. So that's like we know that's still in the back of their minds. Like they know it's done, and then they were just like, actually, we're going to bring it all the way back. Yeah, like like <laughs> I, this is going to be a part of saving the day in terms of. Mm-hmm. Uh, how the family gets back together. Here I thought that's kind of part of why they, they like, uh, we're starting to kind of go back to that thing that people really like about Rick and Morty too. Cause it's always been like that sort of like continuity mm, of, yes. the, of the, the storyline. Yeah. yeah. That people really like about Rick and Morty. And so like by doing that, I was like, they were just kind of, you know, going back into that. Like we, we understand that that's something that people want to see. So. <laughs> and you know, if there's any one thing right now that I need more of from season five, it's a, uh, well, a Mr. Nimbus. Mm-hmm. I need more Mr. Nimbus. And then All I right. need, uh, I need, uh, <laughs> Oh shit. What's her name? The time God. Um, Morty's girl, Jessica. I need Jessica. Oh. I need, I need follow through on Jessica oh, being shit. a time God. Shit. They haven't shown Jessica. Have they? Not since. Yeah, we do kind of need that, don't we? Yeah, that, those have been the two <laughs> highlights of the season for mm-hmm. me: are Mr. Nimbus, uh, Jessica becoming a time god, and uh, well, I mean, giant incest baby. How can you? Yeah, how I can wonder you forget giant incest baby. Season five on, on like HBO Max. Yeah, streaming services and. Stuff. I don't know. I mean, because season four came out like what halfway between season four and five. I don't even know. I feel like it was it was around that timeline, but regardless, I I, I really want to be able to binge this. This shit is fun as hell. We've only got uh, three episodes left this season, ending on August twenty second. Oh shit! Okay. So it's just you know nice summer summer R- run. Returnal friendshine of the spotless Mort. Okay. Forgetting Sarek Mortschel. <laughs> and uh, Rick Mariah Jack. Wait, Rick Murray Jack is the last one, right? Yeah, that's the finale. So uh, I, we got a, we got a fun little fun little season. We do ahead of us, and mm-hmm. uh, we've had tons of just fun, memorable episodes so far. I mean, and I don't know why, but more so than ever. I mean, season four they got into this a little bit. They feel separate, like they feel yeah. like their own events each yeah. each week. It doesn't feel as much of that continuity, but then they bring something through, like. Uh-huh. The giant incest baby that's like, okay, so all these things have been happening right, consecutively. Right, right. Like, it's like, yeah, we are still following the same family in every situation. It's yeah. Just, you know. Well, I think they knew what they were doing with that one episode where they showed all the duplicates. Uh-huh. The second one, I think. I think yeah. that was uh, Morty Plicity or whatever. Okay. Like, they were like, uh, yeah, we might have just confused the shit out of people into thinking they might not be watching the same family over and over and over and over. And like, <laughs> it, it got confusing. Like, it, admittedly, it did. Oh I, yeah, like I mean, like, because they build the same house in different places, yeah. and who knows? We could not be watching the family because all of them were like Rick. Right. Yeah. And, and they just kind of like sit out there and like, or like they 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 would just send out different 
versions of them and not really specify. So like, then you get moments where you're like, well, I'm not your dad. I'm your Jerry from a different, I'm a <laughs> version of your dad. Dad, go do something. Well, I'm not your dad. I'm a, I'm a version of your dad. And it's my first day here. Sometimes I forget that Jerry is fully their fucking dad. Like it's he does feel like the oddball out in the family. Yeah, like, and I know like, that was always the point, but like yeah, more than ever does he feel like ever. that that oddball out. Yeah, he's kind of destined to be the oddball out. They've got to do a. Fu- it would be kind of funny to see an episode now that I'm thinking about it, where Jerry maybe isn't the oddball out. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting to see what Jerry is like if he acts like Rick or something. And see, that's the thing is that you got the infinite realities. There's got to be a Jerry yeah. out there who's a fucking genius. And they've got to they've got to do like a what's the name of that? Was that Lindsay Lohan? Oh, Freaky Friday situation. Yeah, Freaky Friday. They got to do a Freaky Friday. I don't know why they haven't done. Why? Maybe Doesn't because that seem it's right up their alley. Maybe because it's like low hanging fruit. Maybe maybe they're <laughs> just like that's like duh. Like of course. Like what do what what do they? I guess they don't really do low hanging fruit super often. Like, but it, they'll acknowledge that it's low hanging fruit. But that'll if they, be yeah, funny. if they do low hanging fruit, they go. All right, I don't know. This is okay. Fine. Fuck. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> you you can definitely see Rick making a joke about the fact that they're doing a Freaky Friday. Yeah. But that would still be funny. Like I don't know. It's it, we're too big to fail. <laughs> we're too big. To just fail. push buttons. We're too big to fail. <laughs> and they really are. Like I'm. They I'm are. just every every week they put out a Rick and Morty episode. Mm-hmm. I will watch an episode of Rick and Morty. That's mm-hmm. just how it works for from here into eternity. It's just kind of how it's going to happen. Yeah. No. Rick and Morty is kind of kind of the shit right now. Yeah. It's uh. It's just perfectly funny. Perfectly funny. Yeah. And Who knows satisfying to look at. Hopefully it doesn't become, you know, one of those shows that down the road we're like, oh, if we they could just go it. back to season up until five, six, seven, seven season. They'd have to really fuck up for that. They'd to have be to the case, really though. fuck up. Yeah. I don't think they I don't think they plan on doing anything like that. I don't nah. know what they could do, though. Like the premise is so wide. Like there's so many different um as can tell by the the writing recently, like it's like things happen, and I'm just like, who the fuck even? No, nah, and here's the thing: this? is that clearly like, they've they've expanded their writing team, yeah, because they have the budget to expand yeah. their writing team. So you've got all the more weird creative minds working on Rick and Morty, and you know, mm-hmm. people know what Rick and Morty is at this point. The people who they hire to write on Rick and Morty know what Rick and Morty is. Yeah. They'll keep coming up with ideas that are fucking good that like, are fucking good because i'm i'm seriously doubtful that they like hire people for rick and morty that aren't funny as fuck to them yeah and if they're funny as fuck to dan Harmon and justin roiland like mm-hmm. they're probably pretty fucking funny they're probably pretty funny <laughs> and they're probably pretty funny that's a fact that's why i've got i've got faith in this uh this little animated series to run for a long time at a very high level at a very high level yeah uh but yeah, shit, man. I got a, I ain't got much else to say about these last two episodes. Uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick. 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 Rick and Morty. Rick. And M- All right. You want to talk about uh, Isaiah Rashad's "The House Is Burning"? Yeah. Want to just go right into it? Sure. Want to pause? No. Nah. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right. Isaiah Rashad's "The House Is Burning." Mm-hmm. It was fucking good. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty solid. I'm not gonna lie. It it, it kind of uh, it hit the spot. It hit. I, I feel like it, it. It does. 
show that he's like you know sort of evolving as an artist, which is to be expected. But it's an interesting evolution. Uh, it is. I I don't know what I was expecting going into it, but I can honestly admit that uh, I I I didn't get the the vibes that the that writer laid out for me. Uh huh. The bourbon soaked baptismal type yeah. stuff. I don't I, I don't know. I didn't quite get that. I, I didn't necessarily until I listened to it. Bourbon soaked? Bourbon soaked. <laughs> I, I wanted to go for it, but I wasn't sure if it was if it was gonna land. Uh but because like you it's hard to explain sort of what the vibe of the album is, but the vibe is undoubtedly sort of um it's a dreary take on yeah. like many like Boom, popular shit, cultural emblems right now. Like yeah. the sounds, and he uses a lot of sort of different patterns and different. Uh, came out, wasn't. Came out, wasn't. Yeah. Came out, wasn't. Came out, wasn't. <laughs> right, like he's a lot of different things that sound sort of mainstream or sound like a little poppy, yeah. but there's a twist on them that makes them that adds like this sort of edge to them, and I feel like that is like the. That is like the the thing that Isaiah Rashad does the best because he even did that like that's kind of like something that he did with his last album too, yeah. but with this one like it's like I don't know it's I'm not gonna I, it's I, prophetic like yeah. in a way I, okay okay I I mean I I, I liked the album mm-hmm. don't get me wrong maybe I had super unreasonably high expectations for this album. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like track five that I was like, okay, now we're getting into something that I'm like really like. And then after after track five, I was all in. Like I liked this, all the this, rest of the this songs. Me, this Mino track? Yeah, after Claymore. Okay. Uh, but up to that point, I was like, okay, this is not at all what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's not a bad on my, thing. On my first listen, that's kind of what. That's I was not a bad too. thing. Obviously, I just had to adjust what I was preparing for mm-hmm. at that point. And once I once I got adjusted, I was all cool. Yeah, uh, I like and after after that, I go through for a second listen. I fucks with Dark Side. I fucks with from I fucks the garden. With Dark Side. I definitely like, fuck. I, well, the first time I heard from the garden, I was oh, like, I knew you were gonna fuck with that. I, I, I was like, this oh, he's gonna hard. he's gonna. Blast I was like, that why shit. is Isaiah Rashad and Uzi going so hard? Like, what Isaiah Rashad and Lozy Vert? Like, what? <laughs> but, also, Lay with you is starting is is becoming one of my favorite songs on this Le- album. Lewi is good too. I guess I wasn't counting it because it was that sing- it was it a was single. It was a single, right? And I didn't listen to it. I listened to it the first time. Like, I, what's weird about it is I listened to it out of context with the album. Like, you know, yeah. I listened to it as a single and I'm kind of like, ah, Zara's verse is alright. This other dude goes in. Like, I, I fucked with the feature heavy. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I think I even mentioned that when we talked about Headshots. Yeah. Um, But I come back to it in the context of the album and I'm like, it just fits in so perfectly. Like this whole thing is really fucking good. This is a good ass song. Like, Oh, and here's the thing is that I said, like after track five, mm-hmm. I was, that's still 11 fucking songs straight that I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I listened to it through and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. this is good. Yeah. Every time I, every time I listen, I'm, I'm at that point where every time I listen to it, like I'll, I'll, my, I'll pick up my phone for a different song and be like, "Oh shit, this one's this one's fire, all herb fire, all herb, bro." The all first herb. first time through, I was like, "Okay, this is my shit right mm-hmm. here. That's my favorite song so far." Mm-hmm. 
And then you get to J Rock's verse on J-Rock's, True Story. Oh my god! Ooh, buddy, oh my that god. shit was different. You got a uh, the score with SZA and Black, right? And then HB to you. That's my favorite song on the album. For real? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's shit. my favorite song. Yeah, on yeah. The album. No, I fuck with I fuck with HB to you too. Uh. I've been I've been noticing too, Chad nine three freestyle. What you said, those all go kind of hard too. Oh yeah, like the uh, I don't know who I'm Dochi or Cal Banks is, but they kind of killed. They kind of they kind of they kind of fucked on that shit a little. I was like I was like I I, I don't like I, I'm just it's weird because I don't I can't really put this album next to anything else. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'd put it next to a Smino album or something like that. Yeah, it seems like uh, Smino fit in really well. It sounded almost like a Smino song. Oh yeah, Claymore was yeah. like like that beat. Is this the song where he comes in and he goes every day, every day, every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. like that shit. I was like, this was that's meant to be a Smino song. Meant to be a Smino song. Like, yeah, that's like what Smino does. Like and like, see, like I couldn't even tell you if it was this song that he did that mm-hmm. because I was like. That was so perfectly Smino, it could have been a Smino song. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, I, and I love Smino. I lo- That's I my love guy. I would Smino. love if Isaiah Rashad finds this finds this vein next to like the Smino Saba, that that oh shit yeah. that crew right there. Yeah, ooh, that could be lethal, and it's something I never considered. Man, but like Smino Saba, no name. I feel like Isaiah Rashad, based off this album, really fits right doing that there. Group shit, the Ismino Saba and No Name. What like, was that called? Hagendas. They did a song. They did Hagendas. Yeah, I can't remember I can't... the name of the group. It was nice though. Here, I'm gonna look it up. That bitch bad. Hagendas. Ice cream. Ghetto Sage. Ghetto Sage. Oh, Ghetto Sage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yo. Ghetto Sage and Black Hippie might be the best rap group names there are. Bro. And they don't even make music. They don't even make music, <laughs> bro. They put out one song, bro. Literally one song and moved on. They're like, all right. Well, and they they teased that shit like they was really gonna drop an album. Like that they was really that was did. their plan. They like, really did. They've got to be. They got to have stuff in the vault. Like you like, know, they have stuff in the vault. They have to. But tell me, like tell me, no name's been teasing that album went, for months. If they went in on that and then signed on to Isaiah Rashad, do you know? Like I just feel like they could like do something that really hasn't been done before ever. Which is three artists of the, and they're not even like crazy popular. Like they're 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 known. Like they're 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 very well known and well respected, but they're not like they're, yeah, they're not famous. They're not yeah, they're not they're not charting. Like, What's crazy, crazy at this charting. point is that like No Name might be the most famous of them now. Yeah, yeah. Because and she of the, don't make music. No, it's because like, of the absurd and music. unnecessary amount of hate she gets. Yeah, it is. Like it is. I'll never understand. I'll, I'll never understand no, it. No, I love No Name. Yeah. Like I don't know how you couldn't at this point. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Like I, I no. <laughs> I don't know. I it's can't. a. It's a. It's crazy. I just. I just wish like artists. I mean, it's probably just not either profitable or realistic or just like possible a lot of times but like if someone were to just go out on a limb and be like we know our fan bases could link up and we could have something bigger than all of us it could be lethal it could be lethal 
It could be it lethal. lethal. I mean, it's that could be so good. I could be so good, yeah. and I won't let go of it ever. But uh, the house is burning front to back. Uh, m- my favorite of 2021 so far. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, even definitely. more than Call Me If You Get Lost. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Definitely more than the off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, definitely more than Bobby Tarantino three. <laughs> Wait, Bobby Tarantino 3 came out? Yeah. Same day. Same day as, as Zay. Uh, so that means, that I means didn't even Logic, know that. That means Logic spent less than a year retired without oh. releasing an album. He, re- he released his quote-unquote last album yeah. less than a year before his next album. What? Nah, and he, he, talks, he talks his shit about it on the album. He's like, I know. I know what I said. I know. Here I am. What? <laughs> oh my! And I'm not gonna goodness. hold you, bro. It ain't bad. It ain't bad. Nah, All right. nah, it's not. Ah, shit! He got a song called "Vaccine." And so yeah, that's that's the low point. But at, at, from there, it's like not see you, Space Cowboy. Like you're just gonna rip off Cowboy Bebop straight. Like, come on now. See, but that could be a vibey song. I mean, it was. I expected more out of it. It wasn't that bad, and I I, that was actually another album I wanted to talk about. You have any last thoughts about Isaiah Rashad's "House Is Burning" here? Just you know, building on building on probably like I don't know. Isaiah Rashad is going to be up there. Like he already is off the strength of two albums and like little to no hype. Yeah. I I know I know the Suns tirades twenty sixteen. So there's there's a grain of nostalgia that comes with it. Uh, as of right now, where it stands, how do you compare the two? Kind of. I feel like the Suns tirade was more um, apt, I guess, at the time that it came out. It was something that was on the fringe of being this wave of massively popular music, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that sort of adds to its nostalgia at the time. Because think about 2016; that's only a year after Kendrick makes. To pimp a butterfly, everyone starts hopping on the like like jazzy rap tracks, like, and then Isaiah Shot comes back the summer after and is like, basically like, nah, like all y'all can sit down, like Top Dog's got it unlocked, like we're the only, we're, like we're the OGs of this shit. That was dope, but with this one, I feel like it's not necessarily him trying to make a statement as as much it is as it is him trying to make. It music if that makes sense yeah it's he's just doing him yeah which is not to say that's bad like you know everybody he's a musician he's got to make music yeah of course i don't know man i'm a i'm a love i'm a keep listening to this and see here's the thing is that like it's been I'll, i'll go through bouts of like new music where i go am i just incapable of liking new music now hmm yeah and then i'll hear an album and, and I'll go, oh, yeah. no, I'm not. Yeah, right. And it's like, oh, I'm just bored with a lot of shit. <clears throat> yeah, you just listen to so much music after a while that you're just like. I really need something special to I excite me I need something now. new. Like, or, or like, I need exactly what it is that I want to listen to right yeah. now. Like, And I like know where to find it. I know exactly like, what I'm looking for yeah. when, whenever I get in any mood for music. So exactly. it's like. And, and you know what? That's new music is just music waiting to fall into one of those categories. That's it. That's that's damn near it. Yeah. Yeah. And this this more than any album this year besides 
call me if you get lost. I'd say those two will definitely be the most casual listens mm-hmm. yeah. for 2021 for me. But watch, watch this not get any, any like, you know, love at the awards shows. I can see that happening. Oh, I can see that happening for sure, too. And I know I like I. I think it's a, I think it's a great album. Yeah. However, I I uh, better albums have been snubbed for That's shit true. like that. Oh yeah. You know what I'm Perfect. saying? So it's like, eh. I don't expect much love at an award show. However, I think it'll get it's doing proper yeah. amongst fans, yeah. you know. Yeah, right. Which is ultimately I don't know if it's more important, but it's it's important. <laughs> <laughs> So Bobby Tarantino 3. Bobby Tarantino 3 uh, dropped less than a year after No Pressure, his last album. Uh (laughs) He also mentions at some point on this album that his next album will be his last album. No, he doesn't. Under Def Jam. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. That sounds more like it. Logic. Sounds more like (laughs) it at this point, buddy. Like, uh, let's just not tease the retirement thing ever again because you're not going to stop. You're not going to stop. Like, I don't know what it is, like. This is not the first time he had done that either. Like, there was speculation that everybody was his last album. Mm-hmm. Well, he said he was going to make one more, I think, at, after. Oh, at Ultra 85 yeah, or whatever. 85. And that, that never and he came still out. talks about that from time to time. Oh, yeah, that's I, still an album yeah. that he says will come out. Why do they do that? Like, why do they say things that they know or not? <laughs> why do you say things <laughs> that you know? <laughs> not even that I, I would be, like super psyched or excited if Ultra 85 like if Ultra 85 came out it would be probably the same as Bobby Tarantino 3 and someone hear like, about it two days after the fact that Ultra whatever. 85 you know like wait what <laughs> that shit came Yo, out the only reason I still get updated on Logic shit is because I bought merch four years ago oh, shit. and I get emails from Logic yeah and Damn. it's like it was like Bobby Tarantino 3 out now and I was like what oh. are you kidding me are you kidding I didn't me? know that's what he was teasing with yeah, the fucking intro yeah. track. <laughs> that's not on the album, is it? Uh, intro 2. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's god. It's all very it's I all very it. painful. I was like I was like does that say I'm troll intro intro 2 and then intro 2. Yeah. Is it like a second part to the first intro? Uh, no, I, I actually like this a lot more. Okay. Uh, that's because it's only a minute long. Why is And it? he doesn't really say anything. He just goes, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, hey, check so it. Listen, how, I'm just trying to fucking. How are the, how are, you know, how, uh, what, what's your, what's your review? I mean, it's, it's solid. You know, I think it's worth a listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are, there are songs on it that I'm, I'm sure I'll probably revisit casually, which. Uh, and it's hard for me to revisit Logic casually at this point because I can't help but think about how corny he sounds at this point. Yeah. Uh, and I I hate to say that because I loved I loved the way that Logic sounded once upon a time. Uh-huh. However, and this is this is funny because he kind of didn't create that sound. You know, like he yeah. he evolved the Eminem sound a little bit with the bap, yeah. the the quick choppy syllability. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, and then like every white rapper alive adopted it. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's the part where where I come in and go, ah, fuck, this is hard to listen to. Yeah, right, right. And it's the same with that other. Uh, I can't remember his name. There's this this white rapper that dropped an album last year that was like, it was a big fucking deal. People liked it. Uh, Young Gravy. 
No, not Young Gravy. I'd like Young Gravy's sound more than Logic's. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? I don't know what his name is. There you go. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) You speak the facts. Yeah, so that, that... it's just I. It's kind. Of, there, there are a few that like the production shines through, and it's like this. This is just good enough to make it in casually for yeah. me. Uh, maybe I sound pretentious there, but I mean, I think that Logic is at a point in his career where he has to sort of decide whether or not he's going to. I don't know. Continue trying to experiment with different things, or if he's going to. Like you know, what happened? Like, stick to. <laughs> why can't we just like continue? Like, I want him to do the storytelling thing he was doing with yeah. like the Incredible True Story and yeah, stuff right. like that. The reason those albums are fun, and it's crazy because I love the music on those and stuff. Like, uh, the the vibe he's going for, but like the skits and the interludes, yeah, dope as fuck. Dope I love fuck. that idea. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'd like for him to continue doing that that sort of thing. Like, right. that's a fun little concept. Right. Uh. He, he raps something on, on this album about how he he's rapping to stay relevant at this point and that uh, uh, he he understands that to stay relevant, he'll have to rap over 808s and hi-hats and stuff like that. And instead of doing, like, a, I'm assuming, like, the supermarket type shit that he was trying, you know? Uh-huh. like. And he said, fuck it, I can do that. But like I'd prefer not is like the way is the way it sounded, you know. <laughs> so like I'm I I'm just confused, man. Are you doing whatever the are you are you doing whatever the fuck you want, or are you doing things to appease people? I don't know. You can't have it both ways. You can't talk shit about doing one and then say literally say that you're rapping to stay relevant. I don't know. I just what the fuck like. Because this is like you know his confessional, like you know he's real all the time, rat back, like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's also like at the same time, like, are you real? Are you being oh. real? Like, what? What? It, what is your goal? And logic? I'm not gonna like, lie. Maybe my least favorite Logic song of all time is on this. <laughs> <laughs> really? He's still ma- he's still making something capable of being your least. Favorite. <laughs> it's I- called flawless. <laughs> And it's one of the songs with, like, uh, a star next to it, which means it's popular. Uh, but, boy, oh, boy, do I fucking hate listening to it. Uh, it's it's about sex. What? Baby girl, you're flawless. She says she can take all this rawness. No title. Don't know what to call this. I'm honest. I can't promise we gonna go beyond this. But, yeah, you gonna get it regardless. Uh, she... It, it's just that, like, it's so funny listening to Logic talk about fucking. Because it's like... Yo. You ain't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you, Logic. This is... Yeah, this is really bad. Like... I, it's just... I, I mean... <laughs> yeah, that, that's really fucking bad. Uh, <laughs> Jump on it, make it pop. Back like you owe me. Don't stop that... Just show me. I'm finna take off your chonies. Break it down. Roll it up. Baby girl, we gonna get stony. Never wanna be phony. We pull it up and then sip it slow. Change lanes when I whip it, though. Step to the mic and I rip it, though. They can't front, because they all know. Yeah. 
Let's no, make what? a movie, make a movie. Haters talk, but that go through me. I'm going to throw you on the bed, then you throw me head. You heard what I said. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Yeah, you know the deal. I'm going to play the field, and you ain't going. You ain't got no damn right. Can't fuck around with no stress. I give her the pipe, no less. I'm going to put the pussy to the test. Say she feel it all in her chest because she flawless. Back into the chorus. That's That was the last line. That was like the That was the one he felt like, I'm going to end the verse on that. Yeah, yeah. Yo. <laughs> he said, I give her the pipe, no less. I'm going to put the pussy to the test. Say she can feel it all in her chest. Back to the chorus. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yo, why does it sound like this is like if he were to like have like <laughs> like uh, sexual assault allegations or something like that, and then they found his diary? <laughs> it's like a confession. <laughs> like, oh, and it's like people like would look at this and be like, "Well, we know Bobby Hall." Probably. Oh, I haven't even gotten to the best part. <laughs> this is the uh, by best I mean worst. Uh, think the haters talking shit again. Fuck them though, because I'm too on like a light switch. Yeah, I turn her on like a light switch. Might fuck around and then take your bitch. Make her come and then she might twitch. She all on it. Too fine. Nobody else. Yeah, she too mine. I can't call it. She into me, but it ain't a wallet. But it's so hard when you're so ballin', because it seemed like every hoe flaunt it. That's why that's that's why that's why I can't fuck with no hoes. I said that's why everybody <laughs> I said that's why that's why I think everyone knows I only want a good girl who <laughs> can give a fuck less about all this. That's why I wrote a song for you cuz you're fucking flawless. <laughs> Bro. 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 What? <laughs> Who are you what? making a song about? Yeah, I'm confused. Logic, you confusing me. Is this a love this song logic. for somebody, or is he bragging about taking people's women and making them orgasm? This is this is. Just think about it. This song is made by someone who calls themselves Logic. What is the meaning of it? I don't oh, understand. Buddy. No, and then flawless was followed by a stupid skit. Uh huh. And boy, oh boy, is that a stupid fucking skit? <laughs> what is he doing in there? Uh, he's voicing characters and kind of going back and forth, and it's like really painful. Like yeah. it's like it made me cringe really hard. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm reading it right now. Hey, is... yes. Do you usually walk down dark alleyways at nighttime? Well, I'm on my way home. Ha ha ha, bitch, I'm gonna rob you, and then I'm gonna take all your money, and then I'm gonna shoot you. No, please, no, please, no. Too late. Pew, 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 pew. That was my silencer. I've been sh I've been shot. No, I'm dying. Not fast enough, bitch. Give me your purse. No, please, no. End of skit. Excuse me, sir. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? I am so confused. Like, what does he think? Who is this? Like, he's not Wu-Tang. Like, what the what? fuck? Like, stupid skit. Well, and I, and I, I mean, I get it. The Bobby Tarantino series is supposed to just be like mixtapes, like just like it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun, you know, whatever. It. But like, you don't get to talk about shooting people's sh shooting people in alleyways when your logic, your logic, <laughs> fucking logic, <laughs> logic. Of all, people. you got a clothing line named Bobby Boy. He does. I don't know something like that. What the fuck? He has a clothing line. 
Whatever happened in the movie? When's the movie coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they going to make a TV show adaptation of Supermarket? They were? I don't know. I... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Boy. Bobby Boy Records, official store. What is it, like baby clothes? He does have... I, I think he does also have... Oh, Bobby Boy Records is a music label founded by Logic. Oh, he's a music label. And the then they sell merch. Which to, I can't imagine who he would sign to his music label. Probably that, that rapper I was thinking of earlier that I couldn't think of. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, probably. Um, was it... Was it uh, <laughs> what, I can't He's mad popular, too. People like him. Like it's like. I a, can't, are you talking about the Christian guy? No, you I know don't. Who I'm thinking of. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I was. You were talking about NF. Yes, I was. <laughs> is that he is, a Christian rapper? I have no idea. I think NF is like a like some. I think he's like a, either Christian or clean, like one of the two. No shit. Something about NF is like very square though. I can't my, my remember point. what it was. I think I think NF is the person, or maybe is NF a person? <laughs> NF is NF is a person. See. Yeah. Clouds the mixtape. Wait, wait, wait. He's got to have a bio. He's big. Yeah. He doesn't have a bio. There was another. There was another album that dropped that I was actually a little more satisfied with. What? Uh, Happier than ever by Billie Eilish. She dropped the album. She dropped an album. Why do I feel like it's like um, <laughs> passive aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> Better than ever. Happier than ever. Happier than ever. Yeah, I've just I guess I've just been out of the loop, huh? No, oh, I saw the album cover. I just never realized this was an album. Yeah, and you know, here I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I like me I like Billie Eilish. I loved uh When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? We like kinda raved about it in the first year of our podcast whenever yeah. we started talking about this shit. Uh and I was very excited for this album because I loved that, you know. Uh-huh. Uh I I I don't know what it is. This felt a little more manufactured really? than when we all fall asleep. Where do we go? Like okay. that one sounded like her and Phineas were having fun making music. Yeah. Just like, and t- saying what they wanted to say. Yeah. 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 And she's still doing that. She's still saying what she wants to say. Phineas has progressed a lot in his production and mm-hmm. she's, uh, she's still singing her fucking ass off. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. Just didn't quite, uh, it didn't feel like it elevated. You know, okay. and from an artist of the caliber of Billie Eilish in terms of popularity, and yeah. I expected a little bit of a leap uh, I mean, in terms of quality. I think it's fair to think that she might, like, er, I, I, I've always kind of expected, like, especially of people who get really famous really young, like, they'll plateau at a certain point because they've been experienced, they haven't had the time to experience, like, the true variability of emotions that they're trying to describe i'm and maybe maybe so but like even just like sound sound wise it's mm-hmm. like uh well yeah she's got a fan base well she's got a solidified that's, fan that's, base. i guess that's she's fair got record contract she's got an expected sound she's got record execs to please with her music like, i guess I, that, and that and that see because there was there was one song on the album and it was happier than ever uh-huh. And I think that's the last song where she elevates into this crescendo that's like, holy fuck, that was magnificent. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to do. Yeah. But she doesn't really. And, do. No. no. And, like, I listened to the whole album a little bit. I mean, not not displeased. It's good. It's uh-huh. just not something I was going to go back to a lot. That last yeah. song, that's one I will go back to a lot. Uh-huh. Like, and it, and it elevates to that, and it's like, 
okay so you are so you can still make music that makes me go holy fuck that's that's amazing right right and i know that's difficult you can't just produce that willy-nilly uh-huh but like i think back to like and i know some people were bored by it but i think back to like sour olivia rodrigo's album like for a pop reference from recently i can't remember how many tracks that was here let me look into it real quick um sour okay 11 songs i listened to all of those but one okay like what'd you think of olivia rodrigo i fucking loved that album okay. like i think that's a really great album uh-huh. every song practically made me feel the way that last song on billy eilish's album felt okay you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like I don't know. It's just I expected a bigger leap, and yeah. I know I know other artists are capable of it. Yeah, I know you're capable of it. You're a very talented artist, Billy uh-huh. Eilish. Uh, and like I said, I again don't want to say that this album was bad because it is not. It is a good album. Yeah, it's just that like I don't know. Thought thought I'd get more out of Billy Eilish the second time around. You know, yeah. it's always so weird how like they blow up, like especially with like Olivia Rodrigo, like. Because, like, I remember hearing about the driver's license song and being like, who the fuck? Like, it was, like, biggest song in the world, driver's license. I was like, when? How? When? (laughs) Like, who the fuck? And then you wait a couple weeks later, and then you're like, people are like, yo, that driver's license, baby. And I'm like, that shit slap. What? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I listened to it once, and I mean, well, I don't know. Yeah, it just you know it's it's pop music. Yeah, which and you gotta level, have you gotta have a distinct taste for pop music to yeah. enjoy any of the things I'm talking about right now. Right. Um, um, but yeah, see, like, uh, so you, you you think Billie Eilish just went more pop, basically? Because like she was distinctly pop before. I feel like she was categor- always categorizes that, but like it's, it was like a weird alternative. It was type. Like weird, and I mean, her last out this album is is listed as alternative. Oh yeah, there you go. I mean, I don't know. I guess I, maybe I need to give it another listen through. Uh, Haley's Comet—that's a really good song. I liked that a lot. Uh, and then I listened to NDA and Therefore I Am mm-hmm. because those were singles released prior to the, mm-hmm. and I liked those a lot. So maybe I'm discrediting those too. But yeah, like Therefore I Am—that shit bops. Okay. I'm not your friend. Or anything, damn. You think that you're the man. <laughs> I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> damn. That shit slap. But I I, uh, I just, uh, on the whole, expected more. I got a similar review from Emily after she'd listened to it, so I felt a little reassured in that. Yeah. I was like a, a person who is like, I am a fan of Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. even was like, I don't know. Yeah, right. So I was like, okay, cool. Okay. That's uh, dope. But yeah, so it it was a overall good weekend for music. A mm-hmm. uh, couple hangups, but all in all, good weekend for music. Yeah, no, I think it, there was a lot of good music to come out too. I was, uh, I don't know, I don't know how I didn't catch those. I don't know how how do like people like normally find out about music? I don't. No, nah, here's the thing: is that like I think back to high school and like I like. Searched for release dates. It was like That's I wanted true. to know. Yeah. I wanted to know when stuff was dropping. I was ready for it when it dropped. Mm-hmm. And like I was pretty much every Thursday night at 11 yeah. p.m. I was probably listening to a new album. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point I was just kind of like, I'm good. I have, I, no I have so much time to listen yeah. to any music ever. 
Right. Like, so, I have other things that I could be doing with this time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather do that. Yeah. It's frankly where I was at. Yeah. Uh, and so, I found about found out about Bobby Tarantino, like, on Drop Friday. Found out on, like, logic, Sunday. logic, man. And I saw that he released Young Sinatra Collection or something like that. I think it's his old mixtape songs. Like, he's putting oh. them on... Uh, did you see that? I did not. Um, it's See if it... If one of us gets it, the other didn't. Yeah. It's kind uh, of how Yeah, Young logic. Sinatra Collection Volume 1. Like, it has All I all I Do is the first song on there. You remember All I all Do? I, all I, All I, That was, like, his first big song, wasn't it? Yeah. Young Sinatra Collection Volume 1. Okay. And I, I know some of these I like. Like, I think Relaxation is good. I, I just haven't listened to those mixtapes in so long, but I fucked with those mixtapes. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I mean, catch me 20... 15 through 20, I mean, 2014 even yeah. through 2016. Uh-huh. Bro, you're hard-pressed to find someone who's fucking with Logic more than me at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Logic was hard. Like, I, I was, he had, I don't know, he just, I felt like it was nice to see him, like, come up, you know? What I yeah. Mean? Like, it was really cool. Well, because, like, he did have a, a blow-up yeah. at one point. Like, yeah. I think it was, it was around, I mean, Under Pressure was big. Mm-hmm. And that got him huge. But then the incredible true story, it felt like he just elevated to a different level in terms exactly. of band. Exactly. And he hasn't been able to really do that between albums again. Like, do have a back, have like a consecutive effort, like the, like, um, under pressure back into the incredible true story. Well, and I mean. Because it's like you'll put out a project that will like, that we're like, ah, it's all right. Well, you and remember we'll what his last, like, uh, like, you remember the last, like, mainstream effort of logics everybody 1-800 that, that yeah. is, and ever since then he's not been able to break uh-huh. break the ceiling in terms of like popularity it's yeah. like that happened and nobody can nobody's given a fuck since yeah nobody's really cared but it's probably because of that album I think like, it is because of that album like, I mean that had some like and like it had two good songs mm-hmm. it had that one which was yeah. a good song, and Black Spider-Man. And that was yeah. pretty much it. But the album wasn't... Uh, uh, I was just weird thinking about even listening to it, because it's like, the songs were so not awful that they weren't good. No, yeah, like, that, <laughs> like it's, a, it's a wild album, because I wouldn't necessarily define it as a bad, bad album. Like, the songs weren't bad it's just that like with the concept he was posing what how did you come to this that's just frankly where i i was at you know what i'm saying yeah i was just like it's just something about it just doesn't slap i don't know i don't know where i could play this at logic like i'm not i'm not lying like well and like (laughs) i'll never forget the first time that i listened to that and he had that 1-800 song on it that was a single and then he has that song with juicy J. Where he, and then he, he yells, "Kill yourself!" And it's like, "Yo, I remember that." What are you doing? And then he has J Cole on there for thirty seconds. Oh yeah, I'm, he was like, "Everybody, listen to the absolute end, <laughs> all the way to the end." The last song is like ten it's minutes. Like or iPhone recorded verse from J Cole. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not as good. after like a six 12, minutes of a instrumental. Twelve minute song. Yeah. After like six like... minutes of instrumental, <laughs> bro. I mean, it's just a. I mean, an Ansel Elgort feature, which is just aged <laughs> like fucking milk. 
Yo, the only really- the only feature on that album I was hype. I mean, I was hype for Juicy J. Juicy J is usually a dope feature. Juicy J is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he also had Black Thought and Chuck D on that um, uh, that song called America. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he had Killer Mike on track three, Confess, and then didn't have him rap. <laughs> he had him give a sermon and like cool. But like, fuck! You put featuring Killer Mike. Yeah, I'm expecting a verse from Killer Mike. I'm expecting a verse full 100. percent Like, what are you even doing? I I don't really. Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> he had like America wasn't bad either. Uh <laughs> oh, fuck! I forgot what he even named that J Cole song. Africarian. <laughs> I mean <laughs> What <laughs> Bro Featuring Neil deGrasse Tyson And then you forget to uh, put on the, the J. Cole feature <laughs> How about like, Who did this man think he was <laughs> I think he was surprising everybody was the goal By not listing the feature Well yeah I know but I'm just saying like with all We're the four features years after In the general he's like I'm gonna get Killer Mike I'm going to get Ansel Elgort. I'm going to get Black Thought. I'm going to get Chuck D. I'm going to get Juicy J. I'm going to get Alicia Cara. I'm going to get fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson on my my album. I'm going to bury J. Cole, though. I'm going to bury J. Cole. 12 minutes into a song. Uh, Do you remember Take It Back? This is probably my least favorite song from that album, Looking Back. Take it back. Take it way, way back. Take it way, way back to the first. That was on the that was on the ad, wasn't or like the 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 preview video. You remember that? Oh yeah. I don't know. I think the song slapped. I thought it slapped. The content is like cool. Yeah, it's just like I don't. It really is his flow. Like it is the fact that so many basic ass white rappers have bitten it and replicated it that now I am just cold on it. Like I just can't listen to him. No, definitely, it's like. I was just take like, it back, take it way, way back to the first white man at the very moment when they looked around and said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna steal this land." See, dope. <laughs> everybody want subject matter. Everybody want to tell me what I am, what I am not. You ain't black, you motherfucker. This is this. You for we forget this. He talked about this on most songs, I think. Uh, yeah, how how he was. Uh, how nobody. You, you ain't him black. Up. You a motherfucking white boy. Shut your mouth. Do a right boy. I right, boy man. Why you such a hype boy? Why he's gonna talk about being black skin too white? Nigga, fuck that. Everything you talk about, cut that the door you trying to open you can shut that <laughs> grip the gat yes how i'm a buck back <laughs> uh, and that's another thing too that i've come to kind of be like when i was in high school i was like obsessed with that with that syllability yeah. like that was like oh if you could do that that song was hard yeah. i'm impressed now i care i I, I care less about that, especially if you're you're throwing a bunch of random words in there to make it right. sound like that. Right, exactly. And I get that's what you have to do if you're going to do that. There's too many. Yeah. There's there's it's too difficult to not just throw in sometimes random little phrases into the middle of it just to make it get the gat to go with the the that 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 that. You but know, le- like, he, l- later on, he says, "I got the gift to gab for show. Will I have to get the gat? No, no." Yes, I got to. Yes, I got to gift to gab, for show. But will I have to? But will have to. Oh my get god! The, get, get I remember the why I don't the, like. I remember why I didn't like Killing Spree with Ansel uh, Elgort. Do you remember that song? No. Ass I mean, titties, pussy, money, weed. Do you remember that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Everywhere I look at Killing Spree, all the things they wanted me to be is all the things that I turned out to be. Ass pussy, ass titties, pussy money, weed. Oh shit! Yeah, that was so weird. Like, yeah, and, and honestly, the beats were not great. Like, I remember the beats being so, so, so. Like, I was like, it's like that. That it's really put was together well, but it doesn't sound great. It's it's an interesting because isn't this one? Am I tripping when I say this album was produced? Like, d- didn't this song have out al- uh, songs produced by No ID? Yeah, I think so. Actually, I th- actually, yeah, I do think so. Because usually he has forty producing, or not forty? Is that what he co- six? Um, yeah, six. six. I always forget because forty is Drake's producer and six is lo- uh-huh. is Logic's, even though six is also something Drake says. So it all just was yeah. all very confusing yeah. to me for a very long time. <clears throat> oh, yeah, and then on anxiety, I'm going to get up in your mind right now, make you feel like dying right now. <laughs> I'm going to make you pretty God <laughs> to the good old Lord for a sign right now. I'm going to get up in your mind right now. <laughs> I'm make you feel like dying right now. I get that he's rapping from he's, the he's point, point of, anxiety. of anxiety, but it's like... It's, it's a funny <laughs> concept. To... Why does it seem like you and anxiety are buddy-buddy? <laughs> Nah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, I, and what what's funny is at this point, I I just most of the time any hate I give logic for any song at this point is just because I I find him uns- funny. just ceaselessly corny. He's funny, like he's genuinely funny. He's he's just funny. He's <laughs> just funny. Like I don't know, it's just like something about his career tra- trajectory and like. His ability to just like I don't know say too much, like literally, like that's what Logic like kind of just did at a point was just he just kept talking and I was like, wait, I I isn't want that a little like, more suspense. Isn't that like ultimately the shut your mouth? I don't even really want to know every single view of yours. I, and I mean that's that's actually a really good point because like. <laughs> I think to all the artists that, you know, people, like, people love. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you got Isaiah Rashad, who we've talked about today. Doesn't say a fucking doesn't word. Doesn't say shit. Uh, Kendrick Lamar doesn't, doesn't say, say a fucking shit. word. J. Cole rarely, rarely says shit. Rarely says shit. Frank and Ocean doesn't say a word. Tyler the Creator shit. talks a whole bunch of shit, but he doesn't. Really say shit about Doesn't really himself. say shit. Like, yeah. He's, like, just kind of talking about He's just talking. Profession. Yeah. Logic's like, I'm black, man. I need people to know that I'm I'm. I'm Bart Black. <laughs> this music is outlet. <laughs> I'm Bart Black. <laughs> Logic was in Rick and Morty. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. All, right. <laughs> All the bitches come around for a noob noob. His dick gets more bitches than YouTube. Which I like those. I like when he does cool stuff like that. Like I feel like he did have a, a pulse on the culture that was like really positive, and like he he did he could do like cool stuff like like writing that book was cool. Writing Supermarket was awesome. But like, yeah, I don't know, bro. You got to pick. Like you got to you got to pick what you're gonna do. Stick to it. You're really good at it. You know, ten thousand hours. You can't be great at everything. It's okay. The and gaming the didn't work that, out. Like, I I I. I feel wrong saying that though, because I, I appreciate when a creative embraces all di- all these different sorts of creative outlets. That's true. However, 
if you're not making anything great in any of those outlets yeah. and you're just making stuff that's all right in all of them. You're just making stuff because you can and you have some sort of fan base. Yeah. I'm just less likely to appreciate it after a while. Exactly. Which is like, you know, why he's right when he says I have to rap for people to care, but it's because, you know, you, you were a rapper. You were a rapper. Your fan base is rap fans. Like that's the thing that they all have in common. Like you can go do whatever the, f- the heck else, but before you were like really good at those things, you will not be as good at those things as you are at rapping because you were really good at rapping. And you have some of the most supportive fans in the world. Oh, yeah, logic. definitely. However, a lot of rap fans just don't like reading books. Right. A lot of a lot of music fans don't like gaming. It's just part of it. You know, like you have all yeah. these ventures and like he probably expects big numbers in anything he does. Uh-huh. It's just that like, I mean, you're going to get big numbers. Your logic, you're famous. Yeah. But yeah. like probably not to the degree you want. Yeah, right. And it's like when you want to do something like, first of all, like it has to be something that your fan base will appreciate. Like when ASAP Rocky goes and does a fashion show for Dior, like that's him like learning about something that he is interested in while at the same time doing something that will be like, you know, respected by his fan base or whatever. And at the same time, you know, he'll come out with his own clothes, but it's not like he's like going to stop making music and just become like a fashion designer because he understands. And even except Rocky said that on songs before, like I'm, I'm still a rapper. Like, like, you know, like I, I did the clothes shit for a little bit, but I'm still a rapper. Like what? (laughs) When we go get another ASAP Rocky project, bro. I mean, cause was the last one testing? Yeah. And bro, Testing aged like fine wine. Fine bro. wine. Like bro. that I shit still is still go back to testing. Good. And people really don't go back to testing. Not nearly enough. No. Like that it has its songs like uh that get get their revisits. Like I think uh ASAP Forever probably is still one of his more popular ones. Yeah. I used uh, to watch no the video sleep all the time. Yeah. Oh. No sleep, purity. Or fuck sleep. Fuck sleep. Yeah, fuck sleep, purity. Um Shit, What's the name of that song? Ones. There was a, a um, God damn it! Hold on. Here I'm looking it up now. Tony Tone, Tony praise Tone. the Lord. Buckshots, guns and butter. OG Beeper, 143rd. Kids turned out fine. Black kids Tux. turned out fine. That's oh, kids turned, kids out, turned fine, out fine, bro. Fine, bro. That's it. Oh, yeah. No, that's just that's like a front to back. It was a good ass. Album. No, like I, I look back on that now, and I'm like, oh, that, that could be a classic for my, yeah. for my money. Yeah. And I, I'm not with the whole, right? Anyone, like, a classic has to be a collective idea. I think you can uh-huh. have your personal classics. I think oh, that's yeah, okay. You can definitely like Sun's Tirade is a classic for me. Oh, I'm with that. Easy, easy. Like no question about it. Like Sun's Tirade is a classic. But it's also like you know when we're talking about Isaiah Rashad, like. He can't, you know, I mean, he could, but most people just don't make classics back to back. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the... It's not something that happens Like uh, Even even Kendrick Lamar had uh, Untitled Unmastered in between To Pimp a Butterfly and Damn. 
I don't know. And Tyler on the master. My, that's what I'm saying. Not easy. He did have good kid I, Matt I think City. Did he did have good back kid Matt. Back to back classics. <laughs> back to back to back to back classics. Because like, good kid Matt City into to Pimp a Butterfly. But, but, but Section 82, though. I mean, God he might damn. Just, like, <laughs> and then if you want like the Black Panther soundtrack. <laughs> If we want to take it all the way Bro. back to C4, <laughs> the Kendrick Lamar EP. I used to want to be like Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kendrick is a different beast. I, I guess some a better example is like, um, uh, no, yeah, like it, it is uh, hard to go like, oh, you mean the best rapper of all time? <laughs> Like, of course he dropped back-to-back classics. <laughs> it's a back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Well, I, mean, I mean, I'd argue Tyler's dropped three in a row. I would argue, too. Um, J. Cole probably had a run there. Well, that, what's the what's the name of the, what's I can't think of the name of the album after 2014 Force was dropped. For Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only, yeah. Like, For, For Your Eyes Only is a good album. Not a classic in J. Cole's book. You know? It's fair, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Kendrick is fire, bro. Like, no, like, every time damn. I think about it, it's just that, like, oh, that's why it's, like, undoubtedly, like, I got to, like, there was a certain point in my life where I was, like, all all the way, not that I thought J. Cole was better than Kendrick, mm-hmm. but I that J. Cole and Kendrick went back and forth as my favorite. Like, yeah. whoever had dropped mm-hmm. was probably my favorite at the time. There came a point where I was like, nah. It's just Kendrick. Like, <laughs> Kendrick really is Kendrick just is my just favorite. The, yeah, like, it's like, because it, J. Cole's a different beast, different animal too. Yeah, like, yeah. he's harder than most. Yeah. Kendrick is just that yeah, different. He's, like, he's, he's just, Superman. Like, he, it's like, all right, well, they might give him a, a tough fight, but he's going to win. Every he's time. He's going to win. <laughs> Every time. He's, he's got to win. Like, he's one punch man. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the bottom line. Like, there isn't a single artist that I think is guaranteed to make your song better the way he is. Mm-mm. I just need, you know, once I think he, he might do another feature run before he like drops again. So whenever we get that, those start getting a little, couple features. Because I mean, uh, we got plenty of features. Did we get features between Sabimpa Butterfly and Dan? Yeah, yeah, we did. Because th- we got um, that Rich the Kid song. Oh um, yeah, that was like the like same we... year as Damn though, because he 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 like recycled that verse for the Black Panther, the big shot. Oh yeah, he did. Butterfinger inside. So Black Panther came out like January or December. February. February. It came February out February twenty eighteen. Oh shit! I thought it came out before, way before the movie. No, they went all in. They said Black History Month. So February, and then Damn comes out that same year, right? Twenty seventeen. Uh, it came out twenty seventeen. Black Panther came out 2016? 2018. 2018? Oh, shit. So, Damn already been out. Damn had been out for a while. So, he did Damn and then Black Panther. That was the last thing he did. Oh, Damn. Damn. He must have been busy. Making Damn and then probably getting to work on a a movie soundtrack pretty soon after because, I mean, they released that before the movie came out. Mm -hmm. So, like... Okay, he can take a couple yeah, years probably, off. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, he can, he can take a couple. That, see, that would just be such a cool way to live. Like, you, you can like just do this really massively big thing and then just chill for a couple years. 
a couple years not even be in public? Well, and that's that's the bewildering part. Right. Is that like he did the PG Lang thing? We don't even really know what the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Uh, but other than that, he's what? If, he's just doing. He's what just if, doing what like normal people do in their free time. That's what I'm saying. What if people like Kendrick and J Cole and like Frank Ocean? What if they are literally like the example of a normal fucking person who got mega famous, and like when they pop out for like. A month, two months, three months to roll out their music, and then like another like three, four, maybe like up to six months to tour or something like that, and then take off two years. Maybe that's just them like going back to their regular life. I forget that twenty twenty doesn't really count. Yeah, you know, like there's the possibility Kendrick would have been doing shit. That's true. That's true. Uh, But it's not profitable at that point. Yeah. But like. Think about how cool it would be to just, like, make enough money and, like, those short spurts of, like, um, uh, productivity and creativity. And then just, like, after that, you can just kind of be like, nah, I'm just not going to I'm just going to chill for really a while. do anything. Yeah. Kendrick's just a different beast, though. Kendrick is a different beast. But at least we got Isaiah Rashad to hold us over for a little bit. We do, we do. I was I was satisfied with the uh, top dog contributions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I'll always be. Oh yeah, satisfied with the top dog contributions. Uh-huh. I mean, you got the you got SZA and J Rock on this album. I mean, hopefully that's a little bit of a. They're usually pretty good about having that kind of sequenced. Yeah, I don't know, like the feature on the most recent. Top Dog album is probably uh-huh. coming up. I wouldn't be surprised if we get another SZA. I wouldn't be either. Within the next, maybe even before the end of twenty twenty. I kind of want another Schoolboy Q album too. I like, mean, I know I need a I need a little bit of compensation for Crash Talk. It wasn't bad. That's hey, true. Bro. It just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that. You good. make blank face LP. Yeah. I know you got more on you than Crash Talk. Yeah, Crash Talk was a little... And, like, I like how... Like, he was, like, after that talking about, like, when that album was coming out, like, oh, like, I was feeling pressured to go commercial and all that. And I was like, then you made your most commercial album yet. Like, it just sounds too industry. Schoolboy Q is not an industry rapper. Nah, he got to do what he's... And, like, I got to wonder who he was feeling that pressure from. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh... Because Blank Face LP, I know it didn't get a lot of pop appeal. Like but that shit got appeal. a lot of, like, It got nominated for Rap appeal. Album of the Year. It like did? It, Yeah, like, okay. it was, like, critically, people acknowledged yeah. this was a great fucking album. Yeah, right. It was. So, like, what, what was he, what were you tripping on? I mean, you know, it is what it is, you know. We all yeah. got, we all got our, we all feel our pressures, be it if we put it on ourselves or if someone else is putting them on us, but... It is what it is. I mean, I, God, Schoolboy Q's, he's done some great shit too. Schoolboy Q's, and I got and like I, it has been five years since he did a great thing. Yeah, for my money, you know what I'm saying. Blank Face LP was five years ago. Uh, but before that, yeah, fuck, five years, five years since uh, Blank Face LP was in a whole different stage of my life. Yeah, like completely different stage of life. 
You had Oxymoron before that in 2014 with Collard uh, Greens and Studio and Man of the Year. Like, he's had pop hits. Yeah, right. Like, we're starting to, we're starting to, I don't know, like, in not too long, people won't really know the music that we talk about. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we'll we'll keep talking about the shit we like. Yeah, it will not be the most popular shit out anymore. No. It already is like arguably not that not popular. Like Isaiah Rashad, I don't, I, I like, I haven't seen any numbers on how the house is burning is doing. Yeah, me either. Have you heard about the uh, the the baby shit? I don't know what I, I I'm I've seen the fallout. I for the life of me cannot find what what started it. I I think he literally said like on stage he, he was doing because I saw this like video where he was like I'm a entertainer it was a call to respond I wasn't ranting I said <laughs> if you don't got AIDS put your flash in the air if you wasn't sucking in the parking lot flashlights in the air. It's like, it's a call to respond. I'm interacting with my crowd and you know why? Because none of my fans <laughs> got AIDS. <laughs> I just can't help but think about the tweet I saw that was like, this is really like a line from a Boondocks episode. It is. <laughs> like, like, what is going on here? Nah, like... What you mean if you don't got AIDS? Well, and see, like, it's, it's got to be more to it than that. <laughs> like, more than just the, my fans don't have AIDS. Because, like, I'm seeing a lot of shit about how it was homophobic. Well, I think they're saying... That I found I found the exact quote. Okay. Okay. This is from DaBaby. Uh-huh. At Rolling Loud. If you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexual transmitted disease that'll make you die in two to three weeks, then put your cell phone lighter up. Ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone lighter up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. So, that that is expressly homophobic. That is expressly that, homophobic. That is like, he's saying, like, if you are not gay... You can be here. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, like I'm saying, like they, they'll say some out of pocket shit and like not realizing that like the world outside of where you're from, it's not like that. It's not, not really like, especially not at Rolling Loud. Like, I, and it's it it has been wild to see like the uh, the the, uh, the support yeah. of the baby too. Yeah, he's uh, huge. Like he was, on, I saw he was on. He got a song with fucking Dua Lipa. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Cr- but like it was, it was a comment from Boozy Badass yesterday. Yeah. And you what know did, what did he say? I saw that. I yeah, saw he it. says something about how uh, they come in too hard for the baby. Uh, you got to let him do him. Y'all forcing it on these kids in ten years. It won't be normal for someone to be straight. So, I was like. I was like, oh, that's that's also really homophobic. But it's Boosie. Like, we know what type of shit he's going to say, right? No, like, and that's what's, that's what's crazy is, like, he's foolproof at this point. Like, yeah. bro won't get canceled because yeah. he's already said all the shit that would get him canceled, and yeah. his fan base is his fan base. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I showed you that video, but there's a really good video I found on YouTube about Kanye, Tyler, and 50 Cent. 
and it's like a study into how to become uncancelable and essentially it's by continuing to say the things that like people get canceled for just continue just, and just not keep saying caring them. because you have something else to to like show for your work and also it's not as i don't know well so with tyler and kanye the way that they posed it was like okay it's also not as simple as like the things that they're saying are obviously like at a point where or are misguided but it's like they acknowledge that at the same time and then they were like 50 cent just don't give a fuck 50 just cent said, does not give a fuck 50 cent has said some crazy shit yeah some 50 cent has said some shit. fuck shit <laughs> i i also saw a tweet yesterday that was like um crazy seeing the way they come for the baby when like Eminem didn't yeah. get canceled for the same shit yeah it's like I I, I agree because Eminem is obviously still a big name mm-hmm. yo Eminem was a public menace at one point people yeah. hated Eminem yeah. like that was like that that's like you are clearly younger than 25 yeah like and I say that as someone who's younger than 25 but knowing uh-huh. Eminem's history mm-hmm. that that guy People hated him. Yeah. Like, it was like a, bro, and he did exactly what you just talked about. He yeah. kept saying the shit that would he get him canceled. And therefore, it was just like, it's just something Eminem does. And I mean, think about who Eminem was rolling with. Like 50 Cent, Dr. Dre. People who are essentially uncancelable. Dr. Dre can do some fuck shit and nobody would really care. Like, probably Dr. Dre. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's just there's a certain level of fame that's just like, and like I, I knew I know the baby was getting dropped from all these festivals and stuff, but mm-hmm. like this ain't the end of his career. No, no, no. Nah, like but he's got to watch out, you know, because it's like that was, it was a very highly publicized thing this time around. Like people are like it's gonna yeah. stick because it's like you got to recognize too though that like becoming a Kanye West a Fifty Cent. It's very hard because they come out of an era where blowing up was wasn't yeah, like yeah. really a thing like that, and people just didn't really know about like every little thing they said at every performance ever. Yeah, like that's very true. And like, like the fact that everybody's got a cell phone at every concert there is, mm-hmm. artists now more than ever have to watch what the fuck they say on mm-hmm. stage, which I hadn't I hadn't considered. That's fucking. It's fucking. Hilarious. No doubt, crazier shit has been said at a concert. One hundred percent. I do think this warrants the outrage it's it's gotten. Obviously, yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it I is mean, extraordinarily you you homophobic. Saying, you cannot be saying this. Hey, he basically said, "Hey, dudes, if you're not gay, put your lighters up." <laughs> like, what? You can't be saying that shit, bro. <laughs> I get it, though. Most of his fan base probably is not gay. But I'm sure there are gay people in his fan base. Well, I saw some shit. I saw some shit the other day, too, that was like... definitely not gay. (laughs) His fan base. No, yeah. If you... Like... Ain't no reason to do that to yourself. He's not that good, anyway. He's not good. I listened listened to DaBaby before he blew up. That's one of the, like, few artists in my life that I was actually on to, like, a year before they were really popular. And it's like he had that. I can't even remember the name of it now, but he had an album with the orange cover um, that my cousin showed me. Oh yeah, and I yeah. listened to that a bunch. And I would like show people and be like, "Oh, this is hard or whatever." And then he blew up, and then he released the. Boom, 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 boom. 
<laughs> what song did did the baby blow up on? I can't even remember now. He's had so many. Like Shug? he's had so many. Was it Shug? No, I don't want Shug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your CEO. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely Shug. That was only in 2019. Jesus. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, the baby's got his 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 thing. Oh, he know. released the, another album. Did he? My brother's keeper. Oh, that was in 2020. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Okay, so uh, it was a blank blank. That was the one. 2018. Blank blank was really good. I fucked that. It was like a, it was only like 10 minutes, 25 minutes, 10 songs, 25 minutes. But nah, yeah. See, here's here's the thing for me. Is I was already not fucking with the baby. He said some homophobic shit. Now it's fuck the baby. And yeah. I don't have to change anything about what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, all it is is it's changed from I don't fuck with the baby. You're just removing the I don't with. He dropped two albums in 2020. Now it's just fuck the baby. Yeah, he's been he's been on two albums a year for a while. Did you know his thing? Did you see the video of him just like walking around in a diaper? Yeah. Like he used to do that? Yeah. Like that was part of his gimmick? Yeah. That's really bold. Yeah, I mean, he has an album called Baby Talk, Baby Talk Five. So he made five Baby Talks. Oh God damn! <laughs> I don't know where the other four Baby Talks are. They're not on Apple Music, but I could, I could see it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it. warranted this tweet. I'm assuming I saw some shit that like the baby didn't know who Questlove was. What? Uh, or and someone tweeted like, "Go listen to one the baby song. Tell me." Does this sound like a man who listens to Roots? No. And it's like, okay. Fair. <laughs> it's like, Fair. all right. And that, you, you're only speaking the truth. That's all you can do. Like, I don't... It's it's the baby. Like, I just... Uh, it's the baby. Like, the babies make the same sounds. The baby makes the same sounds. It's true. <laughs> Every time. They, the same sound. All the time. God damn, man. God damn. Well, it's been nice out here. It has been nice out here. Maybe we wrap it up. We're on an hour and 40 now. Are we? We are. Wow. It's because we're outside that this is flying right Yeah, wow. This is just cozy. We talked about music for way too long. No, yeah, here's the thing. We finished the Rick and Morty segment at like 30 minutes. Yeah. So we've been talking about music for an hour and 10 minutes. (laughs) Well, I guess that's a good catching up on music. I guess it is, too. I mean, we do it every few weeks, but yeah, right. sometimes you just have to. Uh, I'll be making some making some edits there. Because <laughs> there, was, there was a point there where we were incredibly misinformed about, about what the baby said and forming opinions based on it. Yeah. So I'm going to go cut that out. <laughs> uh, however, Rick and Morty talk was fun. This music shit was fun. Uh, what should the title of this episode be? Isaiah Rashad, Rick and Morty? Continue the series. Uh, yeah. Or we could just throw them off and name it like the baby talk. The baby talk, <laughs> and they'll be like, <laughs> they haven't mentioned the baby once. <laughs> and I'm an hour and fifteen I've minutes. I've listened into to this podcasts podcast. like that though. I've listened to a ton of you know, uh, um, million dollars worth of game. Have you heard of that podcast? Yeah. Those dudes, they're first of all, they're hilarious. Uh, you should check them out. They're they're very funny. Um, but 
they'll name their episode like one time they named an episode how gilly and wallow started like the two hosts yeah and then they never talked about how they started like i was just like what the fuck and then another time they were like reparations and i was like oh interesting and they talked about reparations for like five minutes so it was yeah. just like there's a bill and they're like yeah man we need our reparations and maybe we maybe like, we name this, this is- like uh <laughs> maybe we name this like billy eilish <laughs> like, we talked about that for like three minutes Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or what, what's another obscure thing that we discussed? Did we? Uh, what was something that we mentioned in like the introduction that we just never touched on again? Oh, you know what? I'll finish it off here. This is how I'll cap off the episode. I finished game. Me and Emily finished Game of Thrones. Shit. Okay. Uh, she was rightfully disdainful mm-hmm. uh, initially mm-hmm. because on first watch, I too was disdainful. Yeah. I can say on rewatch tons Stats better. Fine. Tons okay. better. Well, you know what's coming, you know. Exactly. It's it's the expectations, it's the hype, you're expecting yeah. these huge things to happen and getting to rewatch the whole series, spoilers alert for Game of Thrones all the way through. If you if you listen to this point, leave. <laughs> and right, you, and you, you don't want to know Game of Thrones spoilers. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh but yeah, so knowing that John and like this is clear throughout your first watch, but knowing John ends up north of the wall, knowing that the entire time that's all he ever wanted, yeah, uh, it makes it a lot sweeter. It also makes you realize this man was not happy once yeah. after Egret died. That was it for him. Never again was he satisfied, and very temporarily with Daenerys, but interesting. Never happy. Didn't even think about that. No, nah, never happy after Egret dies. Uh, wow. Another thing, knowing Arya kills the Night King. We knew that would make her arc a lot sweeter just because, oh, she's been training to be this assassin all her mm-hmm. life. Of course, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Going back and watching it, though, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this might be the best arc in the entire show. It's the most consistent, like, most compact arc. Like, she, like literally from the beginning, it's like she that, set out was to her do mission. something. Like, this was her and mission. And you don't know what it is, but you figure it out. Because I remember thinking that on many occasions. Like, where is Arya's story going? Like, Everyone else is having things happen to them. Arya's just kind of like And it meandering. being completed by her killing the Night King and then being like, fuck this place. I'm going to keep traveling the world because mm-hmm. I'm the only one here who has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that. That's that's dope. Uh, knowing Sansa ends up queen in the north. Honestly, even on first watch, hers was probably the only storyline that I was like, that yeah. is perfect. And the like, back end of the show? And the back end of the show, they, they actually do a really good job with the uh, Stark sisters. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I I mean, and then Daenerys. That's that's the only one that's still a little tough, just because like no matter what, that needed more time. Yeah. Uh, just that development, her her descent mm-hmm. into madness. No matter how much, no matter how much you see it coming, it's just, it's still kind of like oh, she flipped a switch fast. Right. Right. Because uh, she's really really. I mean, like obviously she does. Like Tyrion says in the finale, you know, she burns slavers and Yunkai who can blame her. You know, they're mm-hmm. terrible fucking people. Like, who's going to care? Yeah. We cheer her on for it when she commits these atrocities, but they're against terrible people, so who can be mad? Mm-hmm. Then when she she's realized, you know, like, okay, well, this is just what I have to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's just really sudden. Yeah. Uh, however, on rewatch, even it makes more sense. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I tried my best with Emily to 
place some serious emphasis on those terrible <laughs> things along the way. Right, right. Just, just so like when that happened, it wasn't so flooring. Uh-huh. But it started happening, and she goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what the fuck is going on? She was like, "Is she just and like because it starts and she's burning soldiers, mm-hmm. and then it's like a really like obviously she does the whole." <sighs> She yeah. gets real fired up, breathing heavy like she's done. She's mm-hmm. officially about to lose it. You can't really tell at first, though, that she's just going to go for citizens. And then yeah. she starts burning citizens. And first time you, first time I watched, I know I went, is she just, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's just. Burning everyone. Oh. If you live here, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, like tens of thousands dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, watching John be like, all right. I was already kind of out on this. Mm-hmm. This just really affirms it. Yeah. Uh, and then it, him having to kill Danny. Very, very. It's it's a much, much cooler storyline knowing yeah. that that's like what it was headed to. Like mm-hmm. ultimately these two people from opposite ends of the world. One engulfed in fire, one engulfed in ice at one point. They're going to they're going to come. They're going to come together. You're going to figure out one of them's a Targaryen, and he's going to kill her. With good reason. It was it's such an interesting storyline. Like it, I did not expect it to end the way that it did, and I think that is deserving of its own bit of appreciation. One thing I will say I think they could have done better. When they do sentence Jon Snow, yeah. and they're like, you're going to go live out your life at the Night's Watch. I think they all knew what that meant. I think they all knew this means you're going north of the wall with Tormund and not coming back. Yeah. I wish they I wish the siblings at least would have let that on a little more. Like yeah. I wish they would have like known like and like been like you're doing like gave him a little wink or something uh-huh. like you'll be fine. Like we know what's coming for you and we yeah. know it's just the last thing that'll make you happy. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I I don't know just them not even really like on rewatch it really seems like they all are like Yep, we're sending you to go be a prison, like, go work for the Night's Watch again. Yeah. So. And honestly, that's what he wanted. It's it's what he wanted from the start, you know. Yeah. He wanted to be a Night's Watchman. He realized what it was. He went north of the wall, found out, oh, this is what I want. Yeah. And then he could never be satisfied in Westeros again. He wants to be free. You got too much of the north in you. The real north. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that what, so? Uh, let me remember the end of Jon Snow's story. He comes back and then he's made Lord Commander again. Then he gives it away and then leaves, right? Uh, n- n- no. Oh, he gave his life. Wait, no, no. no. So that was the first time he walked away. Yes. Yeah, so the- he, after he came back to life in yeah. season five or in season six, he gives his Lord Commander's cloak to Dolores Ed, who's like, "I'm not gonna lead the." And he looks around and he's like, "Oh shit." Yeah. I am definitely the most competent person left here. That's mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. I guess I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, and him becoming a White Walker sucked. Like, yeah. that was like, damn. Yeah. He'd been fighting the White Walkers since season one. Since and then season he was a, one. Then he was a White Walker. That mm-hmm. just kind of sucks. But then when, like, you know, he kills Danny, Grey Worm, for some reason, has a hold on the city. Uh, and he's like, well, that's not good enough. He killed Daenerys. Like, he needs to be punished for this. Yeah. And they're like, we'll send him We'll send him north. We'll send him to the Night's Watch. He gets to the Night's Watch. They open the gate. Tormund and Ghost are there for him on the other side. And they just immediately walk through the wall. Like, those oh. two and all the wildlings. Like, all the yeah, wildlings yeah, yeah. are with him. And they're like, they're like here to welcome him back and to take him north. Like, that's like, that's that was always the plan when he got there. It just didn't seem like a lot of other people were in on it. Okay. 
I don't think I even caught that the first time. I remember it feeling very inconclusive. Like, he just kind of walked off. And I was like, well, is he in the Night's Watch or not? And it, it on on rewatch, it's all the more clear that, like, he's just going north. That's Just going north. It's like he's done. He's so going north of the wall. they said that he was going to the Night's Watch. Though. No, they, they did. Just, oh, they did? Okay. They were like, we're sentencing you to the Night's Watch. You will give your life. And you, you'll... You will not be able to have a, a house, kids, da 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 And he's like, there's still a night's watch? <laughs> why? Like, why? Literally, we, and, we know what the what the threat was. And I think that would have been the perfect moment for Tyrion to kind of be like, like, give him a little bit of a knowing glance. <laughs> like, no, there's not. We're letting you go north of the fucking wall. Yeah. You know, like, something like that. Oh, but so there was nobody even stationed at the night's watch. There was, there was like, people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, the Night's Watch isn't really a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, it's been, the White Walkers don't even exist. The you White made Walkers peace with exist. the Wildlings. Why do we need a Night's Watch? That's true. The wall's been torn asunder oh, in one shit. spot. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Interesting. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. When are they coming out with those new series? Next uh, next spring. Next spring. The, the prequel, House of Dragon. Uh-huh. Will be releasing early 2022. I'm guessing that'll probably be April, May. Yeah. Like they did with all the other seasons. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm also thinking that, they, I mean, they've got like four animated shows in the works. Really? Like, they. Game of Thrones? They are going all in. Like, HBO is like, this is our, this is the universe we're going to build out. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like, you, Disney got Marvel, all this other shit. Like, I mean, and technically they have DC because... I'm interested if people will still be excited for it at this point. Like, it's so long after and season eight was such a disappointment I, to fans. Like, I wonder if they'll still be and excited I think about that's it. That's why now, like, I'm thankful we got this even bigger gap. Like, mm-hmm. that probably would have came for us either this year or last year even if mm-hmm. the pandemic never happened. Yeah. And because of the reception of season eight, they were like, oh, fuck. We've got to put out the perfect thing to get us back in the game. Like, we cannot fuck this up, because if we do, nobody will ever come back for a Game of Thrones thing again. Yeah. Because we've already fucked up monstrously, according to them. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm confident that this is gonna, this is gonna hit all the right spots. Yeah. And given that it will be, at that point, three years after the fact, I'm thinking most people will be ready to give it another shot. Like, they'll have let the, because if they had, turned around gone 2019 uh-huh. nobody would have watched it yeah nobody the, the way that star wars fandom was like and i mean not all the fandom i liked the last jedi but a lot of people <laughs> didn't like the last jedi and solo suffered for it because solo came out six months later didn't get shit at the yeah. box office and now we won't get a solo too because of it yeah that's why i'm very glad we it's got this we got this that. yeah it sucks I'm sure. I'm sure it'll Solo get revived. Wasn't at some bad point. to me. I like Solo. Oh, it's fucking great. Did yeah. we see that in theaters together? Yeah, we did. The Alamo, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was a fucking great movie, and yeah. the, I'm sure they'll follow through somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. There's supposed to be a Lando series in the works right now, and yeah, I don't know I if that's that. Donald Glover or if it's Billy D. Williams. I don't they think still it's haven't. Going to be Donald Glover. You don't? I don't think so. I remember. I think I remember seeing that. I don't think Donald Glover has will or time to work on anything well like he also that. just got that like billion dollar deal with amazon or something like that like it was like some absurd amount of money that's like for what to work with them and and like tv 
m- movies, what anything. Fuck. That's crazy. Donald Glover, Amazon. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, billion was a bit of a, uh, a an exaggeration. It was actually ten million. Okay. Regardless, <laughs> a billion dollars in our in our terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just like, it's a billion dollar fucking deal. But uh, yeah, he's he's just gonna produce a bunch of shit with Amazon. Huh. You got the Lord of the Rings series premiering on Amazon next uh, next fall. Gonna watch all those movies before then. Lord of Rings on Amazon. Yeah, oh. like the most expensive series ever, more expensive than Game of Thrones. They're throwing money at it for the visual effects. Like, wait, wait, they're doing a new Lord of Rings? I don't know if it's like a sequel series or a prequel series or if it's just a reinterpretation of the books. More Lord of the Rings. More Lord of the Rings. Wow. Uh, and I'm, I'm interested because I, like, I never really got into it. I had to read it for that English class I was talking about at the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh, and I liked them. So now I'm like, oh, I'll give the movies a shot, and then, okay. and I've heard nothing but good things about the movies, you know. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Okay, now we're pushing two hours. Maybe this is, maybe this is it. Maybe maybe we hop on out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the outro, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the name of the. Episode. It'll be it'll be Lord, it'll be Lord of the Rings talk because it was mentioned for thirty seconds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is the hundred twenty fourth episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. I hundred twenty third. Nah, I thought it was. Oh. I checked it again. 124. Okay. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by the magnificent Tavares Pennington. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Great to be out. I uh, also want to take this time to uh, announce another little podcast we're going to do. Uh, it'll be with uh, Aurora Carter, me and Aurora Carter. We're going to do uh, Mutants Monthly. We'll be doing an X-Men topic every month. It'll be the last Monday of every month. Uh, the first one's going to be Professor X versus Magneto. So we're going to put out a nice little uh, watch and reading list. Mm-hmm. You watch all this, read all this. You don't really have to even, but it'll be nice for you to kind of get what we're generally talking about. and that Because these will be the focal points of the topic we're discussing. After Professor X versus Magneto, we'll have another one the month after and another one the month after. And we've got five planned out right now, and then we'll just get them executed. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Mutants Monthly. But uh, go to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you'll find over 15 hours of exclusive content. Uh, recently, we published a three-hour Patreon spectacular in which me, uh, Miles, and Joseph George are waiting for Kyler, who was two hours late for a podcast. And then uh, go to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod. Go to Instagram, follow at PennyBloomPodcast. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. Always.